In the future of 2020, a virus has taken over the world. It has changed our lives in every possible way. But over the horizon, two drifters appear. And they've come to town to tell you the tales of the worst of it. They call it shit show, Game of Rones. Hello and welcome to Game of Thrones episode 14, colon, Super Buddies. <laughs> Which is not only apt to describe our relationship, friendship and business relationship, it is also the 14th installment of the Air Bud <laughs> franchise. Oh my god. Oh yeah, remember the dog that plays basketball? Holy shit, I can say with complete confidence that... Everything after the first one to the 14th installment was all pure filth. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I reckon Super Buddies was the best one because otherwise we would have had the ominous sounding Devil's Cargo. <laughs> Surely by the 14th installment of Airbud, the dog is down on his luck dealing <laughs> meth on the streets. 14th movie, 28th dog. <laughs> <laughs> It's common Hollywood knowledge that it takes two dogs to make one feature. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I feel like we are going to cop more vitriol about joking about <laughs> dead movie dogs than we have ever had for anything. <laughs> what people don't know is that all of those dogs also filed cases against Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. <laughs> My name is Rig. <laughs> Bonjour, je m'appelle Gus. <laughs> and mate, it's been a hell of a week. Not only for me personally, but also for me personally. I have received a fantastic story from a long-time listener whose name is heavily redacted. <laughs> I was wondering why in the show plan it actually says redacted. Yeah, it's just not even I know. No, no, exactly. So don't act as if you read the show plan. <laughs> I'm looking at none of it right now. Absolutely. So there is a listener of the show and she wrote in to tell us, hey, Gus and Rig, just thought you might get a kick out of this. She... It's a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. Guys, stop sending us your fucking dick pics unless they're wearing hats. <laughs> We've been over this so many times. Or googly eyes on the balls. <laughs> so she says, hey, Gus and Rig, thought you might get a kick out of this. So she and her boyfriend were having... It was his birthday and he was heavily, heavily drunk. Now, yeah. she is a big fan of our podcast and she likes to tell all of her friends like you should all be doing. She's a walking ad. By the way. Anyway, she was just like... Her, her, her partner was, was very, very drunk and while he was all sloppy, she had gone to the bedroom uh, a, few, a few hours earlier... He comes in and, you know, just try, trying it on. So he's trying it on and anyway, he's doing what he needs to do 
and then all of a sudden it veers into a territory that the kids are accustomed to. <laughs> we are, of course, talking about his attempt to eat her ass. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, wonderland of millennials that you know as ketamine and rimming. <laughs> yeah. So she turns around and is like, okay, cowboy, wondering what the deal is. Anyway, flash forward to the next morning because he sort of gives up. <laughs> <laughs> He'd read the brochure yeah. and it really was not like that at all. It's classic male behaviour to get as drunk as humanly possible and then try something out. <laughs> Oh, my God. Which is exactly what he's done. And he wakes up in the morning and she turns to him and she was just like, hey, so about last night, what was that? I didn't know you were into that. And she and his response was, well, you always tell me that Gus and Rig talk about arse eating. <laughs> I assumed that you wanted it. <laughs> this is a bloke who's never <laughs> listened to the cast. He thinks his missus is listening to an explorative sexual <laughs> pursuits podcast. Which, you know what? He's not far from the truth. He's not. <laughs> How good is that? That is awesome. The, <laughs> the only other way that I thought that might end is that uh, he had just listened to the most recent episode where someone is referred to as asking to wear an ass like a pair of sunnies. <laughs> <laughs> has has gone gone in for the kill. Again, you can't do anything from that position. No. The butt is on your eyes. Also not a real position. Nope, certainly not. Anyway, that does bring us straight into our first segment, which would be remiss of me to not play the sting for. It's hard. I am looking at the track running, trying to make sure that all the audio equipment is fine, and then I have to flick tabs to the show plan. You're over there like a fucking Gumby, just sitting there looking at just the show plan. <laughs> anyway, the segment is Trainwreck Trophy. It sure is. And, and what a start, living the brand. Absolutely. Beaver ball. <laughs> And just following that dumpster fire of an intro, it's important that you know that Rig has gone through the internet, as have I, to look for the best comedic nuggets that we could find. What do you got? So, mate, we have a homegrown one this week. Oh. Homegrown in the sense that it is from Australia, not that it was sent in. <laughs> not that it's really yours. To, yeah. <laughs> you made it. I, I put it in the oven. I took it out lovingly. It is, so the, the Deputy Prime Minister, we have one apparently. I did not know that. <laughs> I, I thought, it, like, what is a deputy anything? Oh, <laughs> I think Americans deputy, would be like... Deputy Sheriff? I don't think so. Rent-a-cop? Yeah, de deputy, deputy Sheriffs do give regular Sheriffs a bad name, just like Deputy Prime Ministers most of the time. If a Liberal government's in, the Deputy Prime Minister is the leader of the Nationals, which is effectively like putting a gun-toting farming psycho <laughs> into the White House. What a great intro. You've redeemed yourself. Deputy Prime Minister Michael McCormack, not to be confused with man with dick on his arm and famous singer Michael McDonald... <laughs> 
he's copped a bunch of shit from people because what he's trying to do at the moment is, as a result of COVID, there are no backpackers going out into the country picking fruit for fuck all money. Yeah. So he's trying to get as many young Aussies as he can to get out to regional Australia and pick them fruits. His tactic is to go out to the public en masse and say, you should really go out there. And people are like, why? And he's just like, it'd make for, quote, a great Instagram story. (laughs) (laughs) He gets the kids. Quote, tell them to bring their mobile with them because it would be a great Instagram moment for them to get up the tree, pick some fruit, who knows? They might take some friends with them. They might make new friends. They might meet the love of their life. It's all out there in regional Australia. Wow. Do you know what's also out in regional <laughs> Australia? One million dollars worth of underpayment. <laughs> <laughs> they literally did an audit like in 2018 and they were like, the, the fair trade on Budsman says, oh my God, everything is horrendous. Only half of the actual farms adhered to workplace laws, which is super cooked. Yeah. And there were 2,500 people that were, uh, sh- they were shafted f- to the tune of one mil. Yep. It's which- a, that's totally unsurprising to me because when you send kids and backpackers to the country to pick fruit, of course they're going to be taken advantage of. Absolutely. But like they, they have no union. They have no rights. It's, it, it's like, that's the view of the employees a lot of the time. Also, it's pretty much slave labour. Yeah, I for mean, sure. if this was any other time... It's visa labour. If Instagram existed, you send some... Back then, you send some ships over to Africa, you bring some people over and you say, look, it'll be great for the gram. <laughs> it makes for a great photo. The worst. And then, Holy look, shit. if you really... I'm going to give you some hot tips here, Michael McCormack. <laughs> Matthias. Yeah, go on. If you really wanted young Aussies working there, we've got to give them ketamine incentives. We've got to give them ass-eating credits. <laughs> that's what we. That's what the kids care about. Fuck. Imagine his Google searches before he made that press statement. Yeah. He's, he's gone great. What are the kids into? He spends about three seconds on TikTok. Yeah. And is like, great. I'm going to say a bunch of thinly veiled euphemisms. Get straight up the tree. Yeah. You might, it'd be great for the gram. Also, do you need to get up a tree? C- certainly also, not. No, there, no wonder the, no one was adhering to workplace laws. If you had to climb a fucking tree to get a hunk of a berry, no way. Holy fuck. That's no bueno for me. <laughs> that is where you draw the line. Yeah, look, I, I completely agree with anybody that goes, if you, if you want to try and create your own wealth, then go and find yourself a job. Yeah. That's fine. If there's no jobs or all of the jobs involve some kind of mythical fruit picking business, which I don't think there are quite as many fruit picking jobs as he thinks, and none of them pay. They're usually for backpackers who want to stay in the country. Yeah. And they do it for 15 hours a day for board. Yeah. Like they don't get paid. No, they do it for 88 days at a time to get a second working holiday visa. Yeah, exactly. They reckon that because there's no backpackers in Australia at the moment, they need to fill 26,000 jobs. Fuck, those farmers must be pissed. I know, but also think about the gram. Because if twenty six thousand <laughs> I try not to. If there's twenty six thousand people putting the same content up, 
That's not going to be great for you. You've got to be unique on the gram. You need to understand that. Also, the best is that I don't think that he understands that a peach is actually a different thing on Instagram. (laughs) So he went on. Do it for the gram, 100 eggplants. (laughs) Just grab those eggplants and peaches. Just... Get up the tree and fucking, you know what? You might find the love of your life. Peach, eggplant, eggplant, eggplant. And then wash yourself off. Squirt emoji. (laughs) There you go. Michael McCormick. Fantastic. This is exactly where I I want our leaders to talk to the kids on. I want them on the level talking on socials in just emoji form. But also, Michael McCormack looks like he's about 60. And my thing is this. What do old people like? Picking fruit. Why don't you fucking pick the fruit, Mick? <laughs> this should be the new rule. If you own more than one property, you must do at least one year of fruit picking. Yes. Five properties? That's five years, my friend. I like that. That's five years of get, like that. getting up the tree in McCormack Street. We should be in government. We've got Dicks for Dicks initiative. <laughs> Dicks for Dicks is primary industry. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's and, our... we've, and we've got the <laughs> eggplant emoji uh, program Com- completely. So what we've actually covered off is that we have a strong uh, justice platform. Our economic relief platform is rich people go and pick fruit for a year. Yeah, fantastic. And then from there, uh, when they're picking fruit, their house is then used for welfare, so that people who are uh, homeless or don't own property live for free. I don't mind that. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a socialist platform, and don't come at us, eastern suburbs listeners, none of you. But at the same, <laughs> the same time, also, if there are still hyper right wing listeners to this podcast that aren't hate listening to us, I will be fucking surprised. Jeez, imagine that hate listening. If if you're a right wing conservative that is still listening to us, please reach out. We would love to know why and how. I'd also like to know why and how you were banned from all mainstream social media platforms. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how it went for you. (laughs) Oh, speaking of being banned, I'm taking you to New Jersey. New Jersey! (laughs) So, if there's one thing that you and I have always agreed on, it's that hypnotism and magic is really weird. (laughs) And anyone that does it is a creepy motherfucker. That has not been changed by the news that's broken out of New Jersey that a local hypnotist has been arrested after subjecting patients to illegal prostate exams. Oh, my God. He has been hypnotising people and then, uh, again, the the kids, they're into the butt stuff, except (laughs) it's always, as we've said, consensual and consent can be revoked at any time. Yes. This is the opposite of that. He is turning people into squirrels in their mind (laughs) and then giving them (laughs) unwanted prostate exams. He's not a licensed doctor. Uh, (laughs) Why would he be? (laughs) I assume at the start he's he's like, don't worry, I'm a doctor. (laughs) He's a hypnotist in New Jersey. Do you think I was like, oh, Dr. Magoo, MD? (laughs) Why are you a hypnotist? Where did you get your doctorate? Uh, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> internet, internet you. University of Phoenix Online. So, so yeah, he, he has uh, a couple of patients after they were woken from their hypnotism and felt strangely like they'd been fingered in the butt, <laughs> decided that it might be time to go to the cops as you would. Uh, yeah. This bloke is, uh, I'm going to name him because you know what? 
our legal team, who is basically just our manager solicitor, has said that we will get sued. So <laughs> his name is Robert Bruckner and he's 55. You're gross, Rob. Super, super gross. If anybody has ever been to a hypnotist, I haven't, but I've seen the on-stage, like, uh, the Vegas-style hypnotisms that you uh, that they, they put on, like, the comedy specials, etc. Yeah. I assume that's what this is. I assume he has 50 people at a time. <laughs> he's hypnotising them all, and then he's just going along one by one, <laughs> performing an unwanted prostate exam. <laughs> this, this is such a violation on both sides yeah. of the coin that... A, unwanted. B, if you hypnotise somebody, surely they're there for a reason. People don't go, great, I woke up, it's a Thursday, let's just go get hypnotised. Like, they're trying to quit smoking. Yeah, or exactly. They, ha- they have serious things that they want to shed. It's not like going for a fucking helicopter ride. Yeah, no. So, oh. not, not only are they being hypnotised and not being cured by this non-doctor, they're being fingered in the butt. Yeah. Which is the ultimate insult if you went for a purpose. Look, as someone who has been weirdly fingered in the butt. <laughs> uh, by Robert Bruckner. No. You, you, you've never really spoken about this. You just in <laughs> passing told me that don't bring this up on the show, but I was hypnotised and fingered. No, I wasn't hypnotised. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> is drunkenness a form of hypnotism? Asking for a friend. It sure My anus. <laughs> it sure is. But yeah, this guy is hopefully going to be charged to the full extent of the law because that is fucked. But what he doesn't know is that there are free unwanted prostate exams in the penitentiary that he's going to (laughs) all day, airy day. uh, Oh, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what do you got? All right, have you ever seen the movie Office Space? There's a movie in the late 90s uh, that sort of, it was... My, my blank response means no. Yeah, so it was set in an office and, uh, as you would expect, but one of the guys in the movie has a plan to basically take two hundredths of a cent out of every transaction that is made between, like, all these different uh, banks and institutions and people, whatever. Sure, so, uh, like, slowly steal. Yeah, but then he fucks up and he does it to the tune of like 20 cents instead of like 200s. I'm not remembering this probably. Anyway, they end up stealing a lot of money. Right. By accident, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> let's, no, I, 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 I want it's by accident. Like the decimal points an accident. Exactly. It was like the hypnotised prostate exam of the financial <laughs> world. Uh, we financially fingered you in the butt <laughs> without consent. <laughs> so... The reason why I frame this is that we're now heading to Austin, Texas. Okay. Where there is an audit that has been done by the local authorities because a man has been charged with slowly but surely stealing from the library in Austin. So he was a worker there. Smart. What, what do you, Libraries always carry cash. What do you? I've th- always said that. What do you think he's been stealing? Is it first editions or some like really expensive book thing? Stop making so much sense. Right, okay. Sorry. Let no me dumber. <laughs> let me think like a man who's been hypnotized. Paper clips. <laughs> okay. So what they found as a result of this audit, which was 78 pages, is that this library worker had stolen $1.3 million worth of printer toner. <laughs> 
That is probably one of my favourite things I've ever read <laughs> or heard of, in terms of objects being stolen next to tubers that you told me about. <laughs> it's insane. What Anyone who steals niche stuff has just hit a... That, that's rock bottom. Also, my big thing is this, right? If you are stealing printer toner, you are either the dumbest or most genial person. I can't actually... Totally agree. Because printer toner has high street value. <laughs> it's certain- Do you know how many fucking <laughs> how much toners cost to go into a printer? Yeah, it's it's nuts, but also they take up so much space. I know. So you'd need a warehouse. A one point three million dollars worth of toner would be a football field. Yeah, it must be a fucking sh- container ship. But he, so many people had let the system down by this point because he had little oversight, obviously. Yeah, but he had bought ten times the requirements of the library. Oh, it's so good. Which is just mental. And one of my favourite things about this is that the last part of the article says that he's been stealing, he's, he's an actual thief that's been stealing since the mid-80s. Which, <laughs> Professional thief. Which is ama- Career thief. Which is amazing because, like, you know, we all know that in your later career, be it footy, be it stealing printer toner, you get a bit older, you get a bit, <laughs> a bit fatter, slower. you get a bit slower, you've got to... You've got to have a look at your life and you've got to make some decisions. I'm not going to rob banks anymore. I'm taking that sweet, sweet toner. <laughs> this was his last th- heist. This was it. It was last heist. This was his last high. <laughs> he was like in there with his library job, smacking his fucking veins on his arms, <laughs> wanting to feel that sweet, sweet rush of kleptomania. <laughs> <laughs> printer toner is all he has. Hold on, Rick. This isn't kleptomania. He stole a universe of toner. Yeah. Like, that is... And, and to think about how he actually got that out of there, because I'm assuming that the toner had to be delivered to the library, then he stole it from the loading dock, or yeah. it was... He physically took it. Yeah, and it's, it's not like Bitcoin. It's no, not no, like no. he embezzled... Bullshit. It's no, like no, no. physical toner. They are phys- it's physical product, which is the hardest thing to steal. You believe me, when I tell you that. If no one, if no one caught him, and eventually it, they, they just went, "Oh, here's an audit." He should get to keep it. If you run a system that is that loose, that a bloke can steal a fucking football field of toner without you noticing when he's... It's the tuba thing. If he's just loading tubers into a station wagon yeah. and no one goes, where are you going with that tuba, Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> then then they just got to cop it. Absolutely. And you're 100% right in that these are not small items. Printer toner is the... Tuba of the administrative <laughs> world. So, I mean... Of the stationary of universe. the stationary universe. Here's a quick photo before my computer dies of a couple of boxes. So oh, holy are, shit. I, I just want to paint a picture for the people. We are not talking about those tiny, fiddly little Epson cyan, yellow, black and magenta tiny little streamline cartridges. We are talking about Hewlett-Packard laser jet looks like a mini typewriter... Oh, style sure. thing. No, I it mean, it's massive. Th- that bloke looks like in the CCTV photo that you just showed me, like he's been given his marching orders and he's being fired. He's carrying giant boxes. But the funny thing is, he was only caught because of the audit. So, like, that's what I mean. This would have kept going if not for the fact that they were just like, let's just see how the library's doing, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Check the video camera. Fucking idiot McGee walking out with. $300,000 worth of fucking inkjet toners. And also, brazenly, he works there. He knows they have CCTV. But by that point, as you said, 
you're a little older, you're yeah. a little slower, yeah. you're a little fatter. It's like he's he's just like no one's ever going to catch me. No, absolutely. But then he's soon found out that he is living the some forty one seminal hit in too deep. <laughs> So Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so, as always, your research ends before what happens to him. Uh, he's being charged. But okay. I love... It's one of those great articles where you know that he's guilty yeah. and then it uses words like, allegedly. <laughs> it's like, it's obviously him. <laughs> it's, they've printed it's a like, photo yeah, like of le- him carrying Toner out of it's there. It's just like, what the fuck do you mean, allegedly? They haven't even pixelated his face. That's no. great. <laughs> so, on a on a lighter note, that wasn't light enough for you. <laughs> on, on a lighter note, uh, once again, another thing that we love, we're going back to Eastern Europe. Yes, <laughs> a where, stalk- dra- where dreams go to die. <laughs> stalk- well, it's funny that you say that because as of today, it's where. Mayors go to die because another dead person has been elected <laughs> mayor in Romania. Yes. yes, and guess what happened? So basically, bloke dies. Uh, he's uh, near the election. The ballot papers have already been printed, so his uh, his name stays on there. Right. Of of the possible votes, he wins twelve hundred out of seventeen hundred votes cast. Wow. Landslide. Uh, (laughs) Literally this town in Romania Is best known for hosting A giant NATO missile defence system (laughs) Like that's that's their claim to fame That is 100% their claim claim to fame Uh, This this bloke's name was uh, Eon Ullerman He was a former cruise ship captain Beloved uh, Dies and still gets voted in the large crowd of his supporters then take the entire party literally to his grave. (laughs) 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 They walk down the street... To dance? Chanting and dancing. (laughs) Because obviously they wanted to celebrate the win with him. This whole thing has a real creepy Carl vibe about it. (laughs) It's got a real real Mad Monday vibe about it. (laughs) It's amazing. You are... Clinically dead, and everyone's <laughs> partying around you. It's the best, and so they take all of these videos of them uh, celebrating the town cemetery, post them to Facebook, and the other two candidates <laughs> now have the <laughs> indignance of need of protesting and saying that they uh, there needs to be another election. There's a possibility that there will not be another election because of this weird old Romanian local law. <laughs> So From back when it was called fucking Transylvania. Completely. So so basically, at the moment, it's in their local courts as they try and change their local constitution. And until something happens that resolves that, dead Chuck is mayor again. <laughs> <laughs> which the Romanians are not going to stop dancing about as their dead cruise ship mayor. <laughs> They, they keep going down to the cemetery. It's what did he die of? I mean, you said he was a cruise ship captain. Oh, uh, he died of exactly what you would think. He died of COVID nineteen. Wow, cruise ship captain, COVID nineteen. I'm telling you, I don't want to say that the cruise ship industry is uh, responsible for COVID nineteen because that would be slanderous. What I'm saying is there's a direct correlation between <laughs> the number of dead cruise ship captains who died of COVID nineteen who are now mayors. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can take that fact to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great, mate. So we move on to your flagship segment during these Game of Thrones episodes, which is, of course, Conspiracy Corner, where you've gone and found the most batshit conspiracies that exist on the internet. What have you found for us? Well, uh, we're leading very strong because this is the most insane conspiracy theory that I've ever brought to the show. And Those ev- are fighting words. Right. As be- in, if this isn't the best, I will fucking punch <laughs> you right in the throat. Be, there's gonna, right there's, in the throat. It's going to be a non-consensual prostate exam on air. <laughs> so, previously, it's been th- things as insane as Saddam Hussein had a Stargate Avril Lavigne was murdered and replaced by a clone. Beams is a <laughs> 20 foot high black lizard the trying to crawl <laughs> under your cool home. <laughs> you can only identify him by the soft, lizardy, dulcet <laughs> tones that emit from underneath your house. Here we go. Chemicals in the water are turning people gay, Rig. Yes. I've always, always <laughs> suspected it. <laughs> And that's why I don't drink any water. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but I'd have to explain to Crackle that I'm no longer interested. <laughs> so, conspiracy theorist and radio host Alex Jones. Oh. InfoWars. Wow. If, for anyone that has never watched or seen InfoWars, don't. Imagine but, watching oh. the weirdest word salad delivered to you by a human beetroot, <laughs> and that is <laughs> what InfoWars is. It, it is insanity. <laughs> it is a dumpster fire of a human yeah. presenting nothing but conservative schlep. Absolutely. And it's always delivered like he's an American tourist in a land he doesn't understand and whose language he doesn't understand because he's constantly yelling louder <laughs> and slower. <laughs> It also has that amazing American like variety show thing yeah. where the graphics and uh, oh, the yeah. scroll bar go mental as he gets more angry. Yeah. So absolutely. it's and like there'll just be a fire ring yeah. around the screen <laughs> at various points. Everything is red, white and blue around him. Oh, There's a hundred LCD uh, TV screens. One of the wipes I'm pretty sure is a fucking eagle screaming <laughs> by. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's actually the opening credits feature an eagle shitting on a hammer, hammer and sickle, <laughs> which is some old school Cold War paranoia. I think he might be an undercover troll similar to Trump. But uh, anyway, he's basically come out and <laughs> he's, he's an anti-vaxxer, he's pro-guns, he's a believer that the government actually controls the weather and this is still oh, his mo- <laughs> most insane one yet because... <laughs> He came out and... He came out? Hey! That yeah. must be weird having all those views. <laughs> he, he had a glass of water on air and <laughs> all of a sudden became very flamboyant, thus proving his point, I guess. Pretty much he only drinks Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's, that's a separate conspiracy theory. <laughs> so he has dead set come out and said that the chemical is known as the gay bomb... Yes. The government know about it. They've put it in our water because they want everybody to be a homosexual and it's also turning our frogs gay. I'm not sure if he means actual frogs or French people <laughs> because <laughs> Alex Jones seems like exactly the sort of fat white psycho that might, <laughs> might decide that, you know what, France, that's the real enemy. <laughs> I've taken it. <laughs> 
The only land left unconquered is you baguette-eating frog fucks. I also love that biography of him. Fat white psycho. <laughs> it's basically straight on. He also, also has another one, which he literally aired in the next ep after he'd gone for the, uh, the gay bomb water conspiracy, which is this banger. Obama controls the weather. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's fa- fantastic, and this is actually believed by a series of uh, of Americans that after Hurricane Sandy, the event, this tragic event that happened in the United States, yeah, had been engineered by none other than Barack Obama, and the president had used the high frequency active uh, auroral research program to create hurricanes. That makes sense. Look, if there's a thing that I've always known about Barack Obama, it's that he looks like the weatherman out of Banana Man. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging around in his floating spaceship. So basically, <laughs> this giant piece of lunch meat <laughs> is saying that Barack Obama is the male version of Storm from X-Men. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. And and that he is using all of the government's resources. I assume that Alex Jones had just watched Batman Begins yeah. and was like, see, <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> with enough money and enough resources, you can do anything. Just shaking his head going, oh, Bruce Wayne, more money than sense. Here's <laughs> a, another banger, which is a little closer to home. And also, I believe it. Prince Charles, you know him, big-eared fella. Soon to be dead Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Romania's next beloved man. (laughs) The the Prince of Darkness, Charles. (laughs) I just call him Prince. (laughs) He is a vampire. (laughs) You know how I know those teeth? (laughs) You know how I know? It's because when he was in... A Romanian National Tourist Office no ad. Way. He referred to having Transylvania in his blood and he joked about being a descendant of Vlad the Impaler. Oh my god. Could you that would be an open and shut case for the local constabulary. Imagine the teeth marks on the neck <laughs> <laughs> from fucking <laughs> Prince of Darkness Charles. <laughs> oh my he god. Wore a <laughs> Now, he's either, he's either been, this man has either been bitten five times or by one person with a mangled set of teeth. <laughs> this is either Jaws from the Bond series <laughs> or the Prince of Darkness, a.k.a. Chuck. <laughs> and it also, also says that he definitely is dead. That's, that's reinforced a number of times. So he's, so he's undead, Chuck. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, he is. Yeah. And, and you know what the great thing about being undead Chuck is? You can be both mayor and create actual change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, while Romania tries to figure out who is the new mayor, you can rock up and say, I the real mayor. <laughs> also, Prince Charles did a Romanian tourism ad. I also uh, looked into that because I knew that was a question that I would want answered. <laughs> So he, he does this insane Romanian tourism office ad. You have to check it out. It, it is 
he's offered the title of the Prince of Transylvania. No. Because of his links to the region and his love for Transylvania as a tourist destination. He's dead set Bram Stoker's Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) With his big mangled British mouth (laughs) and his inability to be out in the sun. (laughs) He is a fucking vampire from way back. And also, weirdly enough, the ex-captain of a cruise ship. So you... (laughs) <laughs> you do you do the maths. <laughs> Dead Chuck Vampire. <laughs> Actual vampire. And he loves water and dancing. Yeah. Oh. Oh fuck. Wow. It's a good as time as any to wrap this up because I'm basting. It is very hot. <laughs> I I, we are only in spring, but holy shit, when we start recording this in summer, we are so cooked. How are you wearing a jumper today? Don't know. It's an odd choice. I just wanted to feel for one hour what Alex Jones feels all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what it's like, like to... Like he's in to be in a 400 degree rotisserie <laughs> fucking kitchen. <laughs> to be a walking human sauna. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, oh okay. So great. All right. How do the people get in contact the with us? The people get in touch with us via Instagram. Look us up, Gus and Rig at G U S A N D R I G. Or look us up, Shit Show, all one word on Facebook. Give us a like. And if you have something meatier, please send us an email to shitshow.au at gmail.com. And if you would like to get behind us financially, give us the old uh, prostate exam with your dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that by jumping on to Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Gus and Rig. For the price of a simple local hypnotism, you too <laughs> can call yourself a supporter <laughs> of what we do and get us one step closer to those sweet McCormick peaches. <laughs> well, I've got to go grab some peaches for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a series of Romanian towns to run. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>